What's up, party people? This is your boy Frankie with another one of the Undesirables podcasts. Today, we have a lot of wonderful information for you. And if you like what you hear, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Let's go. So what's up, everybody? It's your boy Frankie again with another one of the Undesirables podcasts, and we're going to get right into it. Breaking news. Today, there is an actual person that was arrested in association with the actual possibility that we were talking about in the free speech podcast of an impossible attack on Eagle Pass and more so association to actual militias within the United States. The funny thing is that, and I'll show you the post from Joseph. Here's the actual post talking about, you know, the article. And we're going to do it here live. We're going to open set article. And it talks about the defense arrested alleged malicious sniper planning to attack the southern border. And you're looking at this and you're like, what the fuck is going on, right? Here it talks about actual a Tennessee man allegedly lauding violence at the southern border with militia groups to stir up the hornet's nest with an arsenal of explosives ARs, AR-15s, and sniper rifles was on Monday after selling to the undercover agent an unregistered AK-47 suppressor, according to the federal criminal complaint. This is not where it gets crazy, right? I wanted to show you the actual affidavit for this particular issue. And as you see, this was an actual no-shit criminal complaint filed and signed. The actual date, if you look in the document, is February 11th. Actually, January 11th. 2024. So the case got started way before February 2nd when the actual people and meaning the people in the government was going out there and telling people in the convoy, do not come here, do not do this. Ruh, 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 ruh. So yet again, the federal government, government keeps lying to us about what they're doing because on January 11th was when the actual complaint was actually signed and it was actually made in front of the court. For this person to be arrested. And this was an investigation that they were doing for a very long time. So it's not something that we can sit here and say that, hmm, maybe, maybe, just maybe, this is what's happening. And I called it out. I said, where are the documents? Why they didn't take until today, February 6th, for those documents to be available after they signed it rushly on February 2nd? It said maybe because we have the possibility of Alejandro Mayorgas being taken out of the Department of Homeland Security? Well, I'm here to tell you that, unfortunately to you and to me, the boat did not pass. Alejandro Mayorgas actually was spared yet again. The House rejects a push to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorgas as the border fight rages. So you tie it back to this, the FBI, boom, 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 everything was done beautifully. Then we have the actual report that comes out of Rolling Stones because CNN and Fox haven't reported yet. And then here are the actual court documents. It outlines exactly what the person did and what his actual, by him, I mean the actual officer, the agent's complaints were, and then how the investigation unfolded. You see that this investigation started on March 2023. But yet again, it played beautifully within the actual reporting and all the push done by the great state of Texas to secure the border. 
And then you'll go like, okay, well, this is all speculation. These are all things that you potentially don't know. And I'm here to tell you that I might, you know, that might be an argument, but you know what I know? I know that the actual Department of Homeland Security has a mind to secure the border and to do all the things that they have to do because I have it for you. It is called HR 3599, the actual bill that was passed in May 2023. And here's the actual bill itself. And I want you to see the money. And I'm going to read it to you really quick. Under section, this is like page number 55, section 1211, border security funding, funding an additional to the amount otherwise made available by this act or any other provision of law. There is hereby appropriated to the United States Customs and Border Protection recruitment, construction, and improvements accounts out of the amount of the treasury not otherwise appropriated in the amount of $25 billion to be available for. You heard that correctly. $25 billion are actually available for CVP, and yet again, they're not doing a fucking thing with it to secure our border. So you know that the man is actually lying to you by the man, I mean, Alejandro Mayorgas, because he has the funding to actually close the border and do his damn job. But yet here again, here we are talking about him again, not doing his damn job. And then not only does he have money to secure the border, he has it in increments. Not that he's going to be there for four more years. God willing, that is not the case. But we're going to switch back for those of you looking on X real quick. This is how much money they actually have. October 20, October 1st, 2023, they were made available $3 billion. Then on top of that, we have 2024, they will have $2 billion and then so forth, so on until the actual $25 billion are made available at the end of 2031. So we have funding. We have the money. CBP has the money, but yet again, we're not doing shit about it. On top of that, we have here that USA, USRAP, a report to Congress talks about the actual agent's availability for the funding. Department of Homeland Security uses some citizenship, immigration services, refugee processing, 113 million. Department of State and Bureau of Population, Refugees and Migration, Refugee Admissions, 158 million. Department of Health and Human Services, Administration for Children and Families, and Office of Refugee Resettlement, $2.2 billion because it's all in billions. So they still have 800 million on top of that. But yet again, they want to actually. Process of refugees for 113 million. They want to actually have the actual migration refugee admissions for 858 million. And then the Department of Health and Human Services wants $1.2 billion. And they did it. They got it on 2023. Then the increment of this particular form takes $2.792 billion. $2.792 billion out of the $3 billion that they actually have available to them. That's what they want to use it for. They don't care about closing the border. Do you see anything there that talks about the actual construction of a wall? Because the actual bill gives them the ability and gives the Department of Homeland Security the ability to appropriate those funds however they see fit. Because if we go back to the actual document itself, it tells us that they can actually put it for procurement, construction, and improvements. So I can sit here and tell you, I am now the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. And I can tell you, we need some improvements in our actual XYZ. We need some improvements in how the actual government 
is housing all these, you know, particularly illegal immigrants. We need to make some procurements. We need an actual, hmm, I don't know, an ungovernmental organization partnership with the government. Hmm. Sounds like Agenda 2030 to me. It sounds like a push from the elite, from the actual governments to take control over their citizens by just completely changing their social construct. By peddling to people that come from other countries that have no business in being in the United States of America. But yet again, here we are. We're helping them. We're helping them completely do this. And the writing is in the wall. There is strategic foresight, but we need to prepare for the unseen. And the strategic foresight comes from the actual fact that this is, these are the things that I've been talking about in the Free Speech Podcast with the Free Speech Studios for a very long time. Because the analysis and the writing is in the actual wall. We can anticipate the tactics in these modern political spectrum or actual theater because it's a freaking theater. It's a travesty. And we see that they have the money to secure our border, but yet again, they're not doing anything for it or anything with the money other than peddling to the migrants coming in. More so, we have that the actual Dignity Act has another wonderfully crafted four-page little article that I'm going to post on X. And there's something that talks about here, and it talks about addressing the visa backlogs and caps the backlogs. It cuts the visa backlog to a maximum of 10 years, meaning anyone that has been waiting for a legal visa, either family-based or employment-based, for 10 years or more, calculated by priority date, will be provided that visa. A crazy immigration agency coordinator position to oversee immigration functions at USCIC Department of State and the Department of Labor. And it also provides 2.6, actually 2.5 billion to the operation support account at the United States Citizen and Immigration Services. 800 million to the U.S. Consular Bureau, visa slide, and the Department of State. And then what we talked about, the actual U.S. Department of Labor. So now we're going to raise a visa. Now we want to protect the children, which we all know exactly how that is going and how they're not doing that at all. The issue is not that. The issue is that people have reported this before. And somebody that I've been following closely when it comes to the actual NGOs and the peddling of the United States government into doing this atrocity of a job that they're doing with our border security is a Heritage Foundation. And I want to share a report with you that they did. And we're going to make it very short, very simple, because this is all information, and we're just going to have a little deep dive at the end of it. And I'm going to give you my piece of mind on it. The Heritage Foundation reporting back in December 5th, 2022, actually to the public, and saying in the introduction, the border crisis was sparked by a deliberate implementation of open border policies and the removal of the Trump-era border security policies by the Biden administration. While the Biden administration caused the crisis and allowed it to persist, they are not only party responsible for facilitating this crisis. Non-governmental organizations or NGOs have played a substantial role in exacerbating the crisis by actively helping process and transport tens of thousands of illegal aliens into the interior of the United States. 
And then you say that, how is that even possible? How is it possible that an NGO is actually peddling people around and what kind of evidence do you have? Well, let me tell you something. When people come to the southern border and they go into Mexico, have you noticed that in every video that everybody has actually posted, for the most part, these people actually have a cell phone on their hand? How about if somebody could actually get their hands into that cell phone just to geotrack it? Is it possible, Frankie? Is it possible, United States government? Is it possible, NGOs? I'll tell you something. It is possible, my guy. And the Heritage Foundation has done it. I wish I had the capability that these people knew because I would have done exactly the same. It is the most logical move to see where the actual migrants are going. Where exactly are they being harbored? And where exactly is the actual Biden administration having some concerns with? I will show you where. Because it's here in the report. Phase one of the investigation involved geofencing. The physical locations of the Valverde Border Humanitarian Center and the Rio Custom Border Patrol Protection Station. It's 30 miles, approximately 30 miles of the river border and portions of several countries. Or counting, sorry. The station is less than five miles from the U.S.-Mexico border and the Rio Bridge, the site where thousands of illegal aliens assemble in makeshift campsites in September 2021. So this is going all the way back to September. People are reporting about this shit. And yet again, nobody's doing anything about it. And if you're looking at individual aids, these are all the geotags. This is where the people are being held at. Geofencing of the, the real CBP station. During January 2022, 470 miles were actually were on the premises and either facilities were later traced to 40 different states in the nation. This is where you have all house that and the actual southern border. And then the Valverde and then Rio traced nationwide. You can see where they're actually going. They're all going from Texas, Montana, Oregon, Iowa, Idaho, a bunch in Florida, a bunch in North Carolina, South Carolina area, Washington, D.C., Virginia area, all along the East Coast, all along the southern border, Michigan, Chicago, so forth, so on. Then we can see how phase two, the phase two of the investigation involved the geofencing of 20 NGO facilities. These locations were chosen based on the human source information or human, as well as open source intelligence that they may be involved in helping illegal aliens travel from border to various parts of the interior. During the months of January 2022, more than 2,000 unique mobile devices were detected at these NGO facilities. But not only that, the devices were later traced to 431 separate U.S. congressional districts out of the 435 con congressional districts. The two locations of interest yielded over 22,000 unique devices. Then they actually trace it nationwide, which is just out outstanding work on their behalf. And honestly, this is this was amazing. Good for them. The phase two result demonstrated of the 52 congressional districts with the highest density of the devices, 71% were congressional Republican districts. Texas had one of the highest densities of all states, followed by Oklahoma. This is to be expected, at least in the first phase of a legal alien journey, because Texas is an injury state and Oklahoma would be the next state, frequently traversed during travel to north. Phase three of the investigation involved geofencing 13 NGOs located 
in close physical proximity to the border. These locations were selected based on human source intelligence that the facilities may be involved in processing, transporting illegal aliens into the interior of the United States. Over 5,000 unique mobile devices were identified as being on premises at the target locations. So that's where later traced nationwide to 434 out of the 435 congressional districts. Here's the next mapping and the geofencing for you. I will link this actual report and all the reports associated with this particular pro uh, program today on my ex at Frankie USN 1987. And here's my little monologue. I know that my podcast is a little bit different than every other podcast because people are not talking back and forth and going over each other. But here I am to give you the truth in my analysis. This is an issue that can be taken in many ways. I had the opportunity to talk to somebody that is very leftist. And this person thinks that it's okay for illegal immigrants to come in because on that person's viewpoint, the United States has been the actual cause of all these issues in these countries in South America. And I'm here to tell you from my sincere and honest opinion that that person is wrong because there's nothing that says in the United States Constitution that I have to pay for the actual sins of my father. There's nothing in our moral clauses that says that I have to peddle to anybody just because it is right for me to do so because somebody else thinks it's right. This notion that we are the actual cause of this issue, it's fallacy. It is a lie. And it is designed to make you and I just go with what the actual elite class wants us to do. I'm not here to work my ass off every single day to pay taxes so somebody can come in from another country illegally and reap the benefits of my fruits while we have veterans and our own people sleeping on the streets. That is wrong and it shouldn't happen. And this is a perfect example of what I've shown you of how the actual NGOs and government, particularly in this administration, and sadly, it tears me inside to say this, but they're peddling to the possibility of an actual steal of an election, but with a lot more moving parts at the expense of the populace of the United States. We're sitting here thinking of how can this be possible? Because we elected the people to make this possible. They have lied to us for years, for generations now. They have tried to condition us into believing that we have to be the Mother Theresa of the world, even if it is at our own expense. And that is wrong because we need to think of America first. We need to have a national pride. We need to have the actual ability to go and say that we are against everything that is illegal in this country. And this is one of those instances. Why are we peddling again to this garbage? Why? Explain that to me. We need to be better at understanding the issues and writing everything down and make sense of it. And that's why I have decided to actually write a book. And it's called Beyond the Border. Because we not only need to be thinking about what the populace in the United States is actually thinking, but we need to be thinking of what the world is actually thinking of us right now. And how different things, different elements are moving against us right now, coming through our southern border. The notion that out of every thousand migrants that are coming into the United States, one of every thousand, I repeated, one of every thousand has an actual association on an actual ideology that can be traced back to an actual terrorist organization. It is very real. There have been a few already have been found. 
last one was a member of Icana that was actually tracked. And he came right through the southern border like nothing happened. This is an issue that we need to continue to pedal on and we need to continue to harm these, you know, hammer these people down so they stop it. They have the money. It's right there. Why are they not using it for what it was intended to? I urge you to vote. I urge you to actually go and talk to your congressional delegate. And I urge you to have the ability to stand up for these rights that you have in this wonderful nation of ours. Stop the craziness. Stop the border crisis. And bolt these people out of office that do not care about the United States. I thank you for your time sincerely. I hope that God blesses you and that God blesses America. And I will see you on the next one. If you want to continue the conversation, please go to at FrankieUSN1987 on X. And I will be more than happy to answer any questions you have over there. Thank you. God bless you. And I will see you on the next one. Unfortunately, guys, we have come to another end of The Undesirables Podcast with your host, Frankie. If you want to continue the conversation, please follow me on social media at FrankieUSN1987. Next Rumble and YouTube. Thank you again for being here, and I hope that you're here for the next one. Let's go.